This is an RPR News Link. This week, the bishops of Minnesota are expected to release a plan for resuming public masses of more than 10 people. On Monday, parishes in Minnesota could resume public masses with a 10-person limit and under strict safety and sanitation protocols if pastors felt that they could reasonably do so. The bishops note that the decision of when to resume public masses is ultimately theirs and isn't subject to directives from the governor or other public officials. In Wisconsin, the bishops are also creating plans to resume public masses when it seems prudent. Bishop Powers of Superior says he's working to resume Mass for less than 10 people within the next week or two. In the Diocese of Sioux Falls, ordinations to the priesthood and diaconate will move forward at the end of May with COVID-19 precautions in place. The diaconate ordination will be Thursday, May 28th at 11 a.m. Central in the Cathedral in Sioux Falls. The ordination to the priesthood will be Friday, May 29th at 11 a.m. Central, also in the Cathedral. Both Masses are by invitation only, but will be live-streamed on the Diocesan website and YouTube channel. This has been an RPR News Link. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Good morning. Good morning, Monsignor. I welcome all of our listeners of Real Presence Radio and our Real Presence Radio listening area, as well as those watching us this morning, live stream. Good morning to all of you. We're coming to you live from the Church of St. Wenceslaus in Dickinson. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and I will be your host for this edition of Real Presence Live and we will begin today with this Holy Mass. We come today on this feast day of Saint Bernardine of Siena. He was a priest of the 15th century. He used the holy name devotion often. And get this, he is the patron saint of advertising, advertisers, as well as those who have a hoarse voice. So if you're going to work today in the advertising field, or if you're not clear-throated, St. Bernardine of Siena is your man. So coming together as our Lord's family, let us prepare our hearts now to celebrate these mysteries of our faith. Christe May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who gave the priest Saint Bernardine of Siena, a great love for the holy name of Jesus, grant through his merits and prayers that we may ever be set aflame with the spirit of your love. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After Paul's escorts had taken him to Athens, they came away with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. Then Paul stood up at the Areopagus and said, You Athenians, I see that in every respect you are very religious. For as I walked around looking carefully at your shrines, I have discovered an altar inscribed to an unknown God. What therefore you unknowingly worship, I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and all that is in it, the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in sanctuaries made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands because he needs anything. Rather, it is he who gives to everyone life and breath and everything. He made from one the whole human race to dwell on the entire surface of the earth. And he fixed the ordered seasons and the boundaries of their regions so that people might seek God, even perhaps grope for him and find him. Though indeed he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As even some of your poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since therefore we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divinity is like an image, fashioned from gold, silver, or stone by human art and imagination. God has overlooked the times of ignorance, but now he demands that all people everywhere repent. Because he has established a day on which he will judge the world with justice through a man he has appointed. And he has provided confirmation for all by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some began to scoff. Others said, we should like to hear you on this some other time. And so Paul left them. But some did join him and became believers. Among them were Dionysius, a member of the court of the Areopagus, a woman named Demarius, and others with them. After this, he left Athens and went to Corinth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all you his angels. Praise him, all you his hosts. Let the kings of the earth and all peoples, the princes and all the judges of the earth, young men too and maidens, old men and boys, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. He has lifted up the horn of his people. 
Be this his praise from all his faithful ones, from the children of Israel, the people close to him. Alleluia. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. problem. So he was taken to Athens for his safety. This is where we pick up today's first reading from Acts chapter 17, which starts after Paul's escorts had taken him to Athens. So they take him to the high court in Athens, the Areopagus, and now he tries to make an account for himself. Paul speaks about God who made the world, that he doesn't dwell in sanctuaries. He gives everyone life and breath. He made the whole human race. Paul speaks about how God orders seasons, establishes boundaries of their regions. He says that the divinity of the one true God is not like an image that you make or that you can draw in art or even imagine. He said that this God now demands repentance, that he will judge the world, and he is confirmed through a man who has been raised from the dead. Everything that St. Paul said is true. But in Athens, he begins to use philosophy. He speaks abstractly. He uses almost syllogistic arguments, arguments of logic. And the response in Athens is not good. The people said, we would like to hear you on this some other time. That's like saying, our people will call your people. Thanks for coming. Paul's work in Athens 
is essentially a failure. He gets a, a couple followers, Dionysus and others, but remember, there is no letter to Athens. Paul does not write a letter to Athens. And he doesn't set up a community planner there. Paul could have made a lot of hay in Athens. It could have been a cash cow, but he essentially failed. The Bible then tells us he left Athens and he went to Corinth. Now, when we read what he did in Corinth, he changed his tactic of preaching. He writes, I've decided that while I was with you, I would now forget everything except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He preaches nothing but Christ crucified. And now he begins to succeed in his ministry. This man crucified replaces all of his philosophical arguments. For Paul, and from now on, Christ crucified is the most powerful argument for his work. Rather than using strong, logical arguments, he now preaches his own weakness. He does not try to make himself strong anymore. He writes to the Corinthians, I am content with weakness. I am content with insults and hardships, persecutions and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. How do we change our tactics when we fail, or how do we accept change? We must continually portray ourselves as agents of change, like St. Paul did in his work when it wasn't working for him. The only constant is change. Change in our life is inevitable. Growth is optional. In my life as a priest of 27 years, you can say that I've had some success more, more uh, because of people around me who have allowed me to be successful. But yet even after 27 years, uh, there's probably different ways I could do things. My way may have worked, but there may be a better way. I have to keep myself open to that. That's why I like these seminarians living with me. I learn new things and collectively maybe start to do things differently. How do we accept change? How do we change our tactic? Another lesson for us today in this dramatic first reading is that when we try to think of Jesus Christ as a philosophical argument that makes sense, we have to remember that our faith is above all a mystery. We, in the end, like St. Paul, must just speak of Jesus Christ and him crucified. We must just speak that in him we are strong, that we are sinners, we cannot save ourselves, and we need a savior. St. Paul teaches us a very valuable lesson today. 
Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. And we can get through it because in our weakness, Jesus Christ makes us strong. Amen. Let's now bring our prayers before God the Father. We pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. We pray for all bishops who serve in union with him and all the baptized people of God throughout the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those whom we promise to pray for, the sick, the suffering, those who are alone, and those who have no one to care for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. During this time of year, we pray for our farmers and ranchers, those who provide our food, those who work from the earth. May they have favorable weather at this time, safety in their dangerous work often, and a fair price at the market. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who are traveling, those who are listening to their Mass, to this Mass away from home, away from their families. May they have safety in travel and reach their destinations safely. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray for those who will pass from this gift of life today. May they be welcomed into our Lord's eternal kingdom. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty God, hear the prayers of your people. Grant that we may receive these prayers from our hearts according to your will, as you give us everything through Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive this bread. We offer you fruit of the earth and work of human hands that will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, to humble himself, to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive this wine. We offer you fruit of the vine and work of human hands that will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Receive us and be pleased with the sacrifice we offer you with humble, contrite hearts. Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Through the present oblation, O Lord, which we offer in commemoration of blessed Saint Bernadine, bestow on your faithful, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to lodge you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him, the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. 
For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaho, Plane Suncheli et Terra, Gloria Tua, Hosanna in excelsis, Benedictus, qui venit in nomine Domini, Hosanna in excelsis. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, like the dew falls, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and, once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Edwin, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with Christ in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, 
In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. On you stay, qui tollis peccatam hundi, miserere nobis. On you stay, qui tollis peccatam hundi, miserere nobis. On you stay, Qui tollis peccatam hundi, dona nobis pacem. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed in the body of Christ. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, says the Lord. We will now distribute Holy Communion. The body of Christ.
we will now pray an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Nourished by these sacred gifts, we humbly implore you, Lord, that the homage of dutiful service, which we render on this feast day of St. Bernardine of Siena, may bring us an increase of your saving grace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. We will now take a short break and continue Real Presence Live. Again, my name is Monsignor Schumacher, and it's been my honor to offer this Mass for our listening audience. During our show, we will get to know Nick Vetter, our seminarian. And in the second hour, I have verifiable proof for you of the effectiveness of Real Presence Radio. I wish you all a good day. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.